Hey everyone, you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga Podcast. This is the weekly yoga Q&A. To ask a question, visit my website, lovebreezybreeyoga.com. Shoot me an email, find me on Instagram at yoga podcast or other social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, all of that. It's either Love Breezy Bree or Breezy Bree. All the information is in the description of the show notes. Thank you so much for your question. Let's get started. Namaste. This week's question is, what is a mantra? And I really love this question because as you know by listening to this podcast or even attending live studio yoga classes, your teacher may guide you into setting an intention at the beginning of your practice or even reflecting on your personal mantra. Now with that said, mantra has become a bit of a buzzword in the yoga and meditation communities. And because these disciplines have become so popular, the word in itself has been a little bit tangled up with the word intention. And indeed, they're quite different. The word mantra actually can be broken down into two parts, mon, which means mind, and tra, which means transport or vehicle. In other words, a mantra is an instrument of the mind, a powerful sound or vibration that you can use to enter a deep state of meditation. And taking it a little bit further, a mantra can be thought of as a seed for energizing an intention. So if you listened to the Moon series, gosh, it's been weeks, but they're on the podcast. We learned about setting intentions and utilizing the cycles of the moon, nature's own clock, to manifest things and release things that are either helping us grow or holding us back. So when you think about that, if you actually set an intention, you might eventually have a mantra that can help facilitate that intention. So I really love that. And I think it's um, really beautiful when you think about it that way. Now, recently we broke down and discussed in further detail Kundalini Yoga, which is all about vibration energy sources, and mantras are a huge part of that discipline. So I think it's only, you know, perfect that we're discussing mantras on today's Q&A. Now, in a yoga setting, we set an intention, as I mentioned, and when you do so, you know, your intention can be something as simplistic as I intend to focus on my breath during this hour. And it can be much deeper. It could be an intention that you are following through with in life. And when you think about a mantra, you can think of something like I am strong, I am focused, or I let go and surrender. This can help you to maintain a connection with the state of mind that you wish to cultivate during your time on the mat, utilizing that intention and again, making that connection back, bridging that connection back to you. Now this mantra is used in silent reputation during movement to help keep the mind focused. So this is where we are not probably really utilizing the mantra's vibrational powers, so to speak, to their fullest capacity. Think about it this way. If your mantra is, I am strong, as you breathe in and out and you practice pratyama during your moving meditation of the asana practice on your mat, 
you can continue to bring yourself back to that mantra, I am strong. I tend to, when I'm in malasana or yogi squat, I like to focus on my mantra then because that's a little bit more of an emotional type posture considering that your hips are really advancedly open. It can be challenging on any given day and really just focusing on your mantra can be actually a really beautiful, beautiful practice in addition to your breath. And sometimes that's the challenge, focusing on breath and mantra and postures. But it's beautiful because you're for sure in a present state and you are definitely in a mindful, mindful meditation at that point. Now, when you use mantras in this fashion, they are more like affirmations and they can keep you really connected to that positive outlook. Now, it doesn't mean that that's the only way you can use mantras, of course, but that is a really nice beginning point of utilizing mantras in your life. Now, mantras are the sacred language of Sanskrit, and we actually just talked about Sanskrit in a yoga Q&A as well. Now, getting to the ancient root of it all, mantra at its core is the basis of all religious traditions, scriptures, and prayers. Now, when carefully chosen and used silently, mantras are said to have the ability to help alter your subconscious impulses, habits, and afflictions. Mantras, when spoken in or chanted, direct the healing power of prana, that life force energy. And in traditional Vedic practices, it can be used to energize and access spiritual states of consciousness. Mantra as a spiritual practice should be done on a regular basis for several months for its desired effects to take place. Now, we talked about mudras on this podcast, and when you really think about the practice of yoga, and this is why I really love the idea of kundalini yoga, but when you think about the practice of yoga and its complexity and its intensity and what it really can do for you, and as you know, at least as I've mentioned, I am really engaged in trauma-informed yoga. I think it is groundbreaking, and I have not really delved as deep into this um, topic on the podcast, even though it's the entire reason why I created the podcast. But it's one of those things when you're so connected to something energetically and you're almost like in love with it to a place where you're afraid to embark on the journey of trying to describe it and bring awareness to others. That's sort of where I am with trauma-informed. But I'm also in knee-deep in the middle of workshops, teaching it and um, practical, you know, in-the-moment type um, learning and teaching of that practice. So I'm still a student and wanting to bring the best knowledge that I can. But as I digress into trauma-informed yoga, these the idea of not only pratyama, meditation, of course, asana, which prepares the body physically for meditation, uh, mudras, which really brings in um, direct energy awareness to the body and the mind connection, mantras, which raises your vibration, can take you into that spiritual state. And then the understanding of the chakra system, the vayu system, and so much more. When you begin to really embark on the true journey of yoga philosophy and coupling that with Ayurvedic 
practices and principles, oh my gosh, you can really see how this practice can be just a beautiful, lifelong, organic, positive effect on you and those around you in lots of ways. So when you think about mantras, they're really meant to bring you back to simplicity. As we live in this complex world, it is easy to get lost in all of the details. Mantras can actually help you circle back to that simplistic approach to life and focus on the things that inspire you, truly making you happy. Um, a little side note story is I've always been a bit of a creative, but I've toyed with my type A personality, um, you know, as we all do to make it through life, as we call it adulting. And I'm very good at that as well, but my soul belongs to my creative side and being able to really live in that vibration. And I've always been a writer and I love uh, writing poems and I love writing music and I toy around with a lot of things. I'm not going to say that by, by any means am I um, <laughs> exemplary at any of it, but I do enough of it to keep me where it feels creatively meditative. And I do believe that um, there is a form of being lost in your creativity that can be the most authentic part of being in a meditative state. They call that being in the zone, but it really is, um, you're, you're at your highest vibration, I think, no matter what the end result is or the perception of that end result to others or even to yourself, right? In the moment of creating, it's beautiful. It's almost like the moment you're done creating is when the ego pops back up and actually starts to judge your creativity or your creation. But with that said, I recently started picking back up just sketching and I had it sketched in so long that I almost forgot like whatever the concepts were, right? The rules, so to speak. And I just started sketching. I started sketching with like a lead pencil, nothing fancy at all. And it just came back because it's natural. It's a natural... Um, you know, I, I, I'm afraid to use the word talent, but it's a natural progression of who I am is to um, create that type of work, sort of like just starting to write and see what comes out on paper. With that, I started creating a mantra to really tune back into that side of myself, which is I am a creator. I am creative. And it's beautiful and I take that with the mudra of intuition because it's my favorite because it brings me back to self. It opens up, I believe, a vibrational portal where you are really connecting to spirit in a deep way. And we've talked about that mudra several times. I've introduced it into classes on this um, podcast, but it's the one where your hands are atop each other, the thumbs are connected, and your pinky side is near the belly button just to wrap your mind around it. And if you're not familiar with what I'm discussing, then definitely listen to the Mudras episode because I talk about it on there as well. But moral of the story is, is that I really feel like that mantra opened up that portal for me and is allowing me to connect back to something that is already inside of me, but I just need to find that connection. So whatever your personal mantra is or maybe you have a life mantra or something along those lines just remember that the purpose is that you can be called you know to this spiritual side of yourself it can be 
an instrument of self-transformation and it can bring you to a higher vibration. Imagine adding this into your normal practice, how much more connected you will be. So I want to engage with you to begin to find a mantra that suits you, rather it's a life mantra or just a in the moment mantra. I want you to find a mudra that suits you. I want you to engage in your breath work. And next time you're moving on the mat, I want you to find this beautiful moving meditation and take this to your practice. And then before long, you will find yourself taking all of these things off of the mat. I'm pretty sure you're already taking pratyama off the mat. I'm sure you find yourself taking deep inhalations and exhalations throughout your day beautifully. I imagine that you may not even notice it, but you might even be engaging in other beautiful practices of yoga, such as this mantra, such as Dristi, right? I found myself recording a video, um, and when I went back to watch the video, I saw myself taking a mudra um, on certain parts of the video, and it was quite fascinating because it was subconscious, and I actually uh, had to look up the mudra to kind of get an idea of what was subconsciously coming out of me. And um, if you've ever studied body language, which I love studying, you know, presidential um, responses and reactions using their body language, how they place their hands and um, all of that. Some of that is contrived, of course. They are now taught to do this stuff. But when it happens organically, it's really coming from spirit and it's really the idea of what mudras really stand for, regardless of how we repurpose it um, to mean in our present day. But it's really just all really fascinating to go back into ancient school of thoughts and realize how influenced we are, regardless if we are truthfully, mindfully connected to those facts. They are still very much true. Well, thank you so much for listening. Wonderful question, and uh, thanks for those, by the way. Please feel free to reach out to me. I love receiving questions. I have so many already in the pike, and I'm trying to mix in questions that are very much indirect with philosophy with questions that students just have about their practice or yoga or being in studio um, so that they can be a little bit fun and cheeky as well. So stay tuned. Thanks for listening. Namaste. I am so honored that you are listening to the Love Breezy Bree Yoga podcast. Never miss an episode. Download the free app on iTunes, Apple Podcast, Spotify, or Stitcher. Please also rate the show with five stars. I would greatly appreciate that. Visit me on my website at lovebreezybreeyoga.com. I include free yoga sequences every single month. You can leave a comment or message me and we can connect. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful personal practice. Namaste.